ahead, man. Stevie Johnson, everybody. Former wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills, the 49ers, and San Diego Chargers. Super pumped to have him on. Founder of have, uh, Handle Business, have fun. Uh, love it, man. Love, love the saying. Um, super pumped to have him on, man. So appreciate it, Stevie. Yeah, all good, man. Thanks for having me on. It's all love. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So um, I'm curious, man, how do you grow an interest for the game of football? Because I saw you played basketball growing up. I just saw you you were on Sway in the morning. Like you, you can you can spit bars too. Like, so tell us how you got into football. I mean, I'm curious. Man, you know, just growing up, man, in the neighborhood, you know, you played everything. You pretty much, you pretty much got I I got kicked out the house, basically, you know, go outside and go play with the with your friends and stuff. And we was just outside all day and we spend that time either rhyming, you know, playing basketball, playing football. You know, that's where the love originally came from. Well, we didn't even know about the business side of it. You know, it's just going outside and playing with the friends. You know, that was it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, like, um, I saw your cousins with YB. Right. So, um, you know, when, when you were going into college at uh, Kentucky, did you ever consider going into uh, like the music industry rather than pursuing a career in football? Like, take us through that, man. Nah, not not exactly. You know, I, I figured I figured my lane was sports. You know, like I, I always had the skill for rapping. You know, he taught me that. Um, and then being around it, my my pops was in the music industry. He owned he owned lab, record labels and all that. Um, and so the music it was it was always there. But I knew my lane was sports. So you know, I stayed focused on that side, and he was handling the music side. And you know, it was just a blessing that we both ended up making it and being able to provide for our fans through um, through something that we we end up, you know, just doing on the block, like I said earlier. Yeah, absolutely, man. I was listening to uh, some of your stuff, man. I like it. I mean, I like nobody. I like the Stevie Johnson. I mean, let's go, man. I, it hyped me up. I, I, the, the sway in the morning, too, man. That that was that was impressive. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I would have been like, I, I would have been like done. I would have had no idea. Yeah, what nah, nah, you would have been able to do it. You would have been able to do it because it's just like when you walk out in the tunnel, you know, like you don't know what's going to happen. You know, we don't know if we're going to have a big game or not. We just it's the energy, it's the vibes of, you know, all the preparation, uh, the little things. So you would have been able to do it, you know what I mean? Uh, the same way I did. And, and and to add, being on Sway was was pretty huge because he was he, he came up in the Bay Area where I came from, you know? Absolutely. And his grind and him being on the level that he was on. And then for me to get on, you know, it was like, that was pretty cool for like a West Coast thing, you know? Absolutely, man, absolutely. Um... Hey man, I think you're being nice. I don't think I could do it. It's not in my town, man. It's not in my genes, but I, I might have to start early. But um, but yeah, man, that was dope. I, I listened to that over and over. So uh props to you. And so I'm curious, like, what was your teammates' reaction like when you started like going into, you know, showing that interest in music and and in emceeing? And I mean, did any of your teammates in Buffalo like what was their reaction? Yeah, they they was like, yo, like you can rap, bro. <laughs> like, Cause I, I don't I don't walk around like spitting bars or you know, writing in notebooks like the shows on the movies and stuff. I'm I'm really to myself or or I'm just hanging with my friends. Um and then when they went and seen that, they was like, I didn't even know you can really like a lyricist like that, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm like, I guess it's, it's many many tasks that we are many uh skills that we have, you know. Yeah, it's, absolutely. <laughs> 
That's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I mean, what are your thoughts on like Le'Veon Bell and Cole Beasley and these other guys in the NFL today, like trying to go into that space too? I mean, can we do a rap yeah. battle with them or not? <laughs> man, I mean, if 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 it's like business, if it's good business, you know, uh, positive something where everybody can end up learning and, and earning from, um, then then yeah, that's that's cool. But um, you know, I I, I haven't listened to this stuff personally. Uh, um, enough to really go in on it. I just know that they're talented, you know. So I give them I give them props. You know, it's a lot of them. Even Keenan Allen, he can rap, he can sing, also. You know, he can play the piano. Um, you know, so it, it's pretty cool seeing um, these guys do more than just, you know, football. Right, for sure. So you and Keenan, you're tight with Keenan too? Yeah, Keenan's, Keenan's one of the guys that um, I played with in San Diego our last year. Um, and, and yeah, he just showed how talented he is, you know. And, um, you know, I think it's just going to get better and better as the generations come on, you know, looking at the guys that they are, that they're looking up to now. Um, and then, you know, like the even with the draft being now, you know, right. there's, there's new gen, it's a whole new generation coming in and, and they go turn it up even more. So it's, it's pretty cool to see. It's exciting for the, for us fans now. A hundred percent, man. hundred percent. I mean, if, the, if, uh, if there was anyone that you could collab with, like on a song, any athlete or, or a rapper that you look up to, who would it be if you had to pick one, if you could do a collab? Um, I mean, for a collab, to be honest, I want to. I only want to speak on myself. I say my cousin Rich Rocker with anybody, like Jay Z's. You know, if it's if it's Rick Ross, John Legend, if they anybody with a with a hot track or anything, Rich Rocker on that table, it, it'd be it'd be it'd be sweet. You know, so I can't even speak on myself. I ain't, that ain't that ain't my lane really. I just have yeah. fun with. It. Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. Um. So I'm, I'm curious, like going into like your career, you know, as a player as well. I mean, talk about that like transition from Kentucky going into the NFL. Um, you proved everyone wrong, man. You were a seventh round pick and you kicked some butt in Buffalo. I mean, talk about that. Like, what was your initial reaction coming into the league? Oh man, it was. Um, first of all, going to Kentucky, it was like I got two years. I don't have four years like a lot of these kids do. I came from junior college, so I knew my time was uh, time was money, basically. Yeah. Um, so my mindset was always locked in on like the bigger things, not partying. You know, I had my I had my wife, um, but I wasn't thinking about partying or doing the, the 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 fun stuff just yet. It was a straight business. Um, and then being able to go, even even to have my name, because I was thinking ahead. Like I knew I wasn't gonna be a first rounder. But just to have my name involved in that in that basket, it was like, okay, you know that your future is about to start happening, you know, no matter where you are. So, you know, being in the seventh round, that was just a bonus because shit, who knew, <laughs> excuse me, who knew we would go even get drafted? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, so then going to Buffalo was like, okay, they took a chance on me. I got to do, I got to step up and like take sacrifices, take chances, you know? Step out of the step out of the zone, out of the comfort box, which I mean, out of the comfort zone, which was make a play and then go back to the huddle. No, I wanted to do more, show up to the fans, you know, um, make it more personable. You know what I mean? So that younger kids can, so younger kids can be like, okay, yeah, I can relate to this 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 guy. He's really like me, I guess, and I can make it. You know, so that's what my mindset was coming as a rookie. You know, um, into the league. You know, my mindset was just different. It was just trying to attract attract the youth and um and let them know that they can do the same thing that I did. 
definitely, man. Definitely. I mean, I mean, t- take us through like that first day of practice. Like you must've been like hungry. You were probably ready. I mean, what was going on through your head? Like, yeah, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it real with you. This is some stuff that I've never told anybody. Um, it was, I, I actually just tweeted about this too. It was like, you know, the first, I, I thought the NFL was just great. It was a grand, you know, that they go let the best players play, you know, and me being a seventh rounder, it didn't matter. I was on the team. If I can help the team, I should be playing, right? So I was killing them at practice, but my I was still low in the depth chart. And I didn't understand it. And it's and it's the quote unquote politics of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't understand it as a young, as a young person um coming into the league. But I think it's good that I say this now because whoever listened to it, they'll understand. Okay, the politics is gonna happen, and you can't really do nothing about it because you are under contract but you can just continue to focus on handling your business and having fun. That's it every day. And that's what I ended up doing for the next two years because I didn't play a, a lot. You know, I only played like a handful of games, but I wasn't tripping off that. I was just handling my business and having fun and doing it over and over each day. And then the chance ended up happening. hundred <laughs> percent, man. And your touchdown cel- celebrations were dope too. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan yeah. of those. So, um, yeah, man, like the, the why, the why so serious, man. That was that was awesome too. I mean, um, yo, what was some of the reaction from that, right? I mean, obviously you have this man mentality of handling business, have fun, and um, and you know, displaying that on the field. You know, what's going on through your head when you do these, you know, when you did these touchdown celebrations, and what what was the reactions from from friends and family when when you really show your personality like that? Um. I mean, they, they loved it. They, they know I'm about providing entertainment, you know. Um, they know it's, it's not nothing really uh, disrespectful. You know, some of the things that I've done, they was, they, they, they you know, they put it as if I, I was like a terrorist, you know. But, um, you know, they knew my heart. They knew I was just ha- having fun out here. But um, I was ultimately, I was just trying to, I mean, you work hard to get in the end zone. It's always team first for sure. But, you know, when you score a touchdown on somebody, you gotta have some fun. I mean, I don't think the refs should be calling flags on that. That's like that's not a part of the game, though. You know, calling the flag because he because he celebrated. But if he if he did something really like disrespectful, disrespectful, then yeah, you can call the flag on that. You know, getting uh, bumping somebody or being physical with the other guy. That's that's a you could that's flag worthy. But you just celebrating like that should never be a, a penalty. You know, that's telling that's telling the world not to have fun. Come on, man. 100%, man. 100%. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on, like, some of the rules, like, that they have now on touchdown celebrations? Like, do you think you could get away with that today? Yeah, I, I love it now. Like, it's that's how it should be. You know, look how much funner it is. You know, look when you look in the NBA, you look at soccer, you look, you look at um, every other sport. They have fun, and they don't get penalized for it. But then I somehow got into the era where, you know, I came up on T.O. and Ocho and them. Um, and and I was attracted to the celebration. Right. You know, you get penalized and fined, and you know, sat on the bench for celebrating. But I, I you know, it, it just didn't make any sense to me. And um, the rules now are so much better. And I and I'm I'm glad for the for the younger generations now. Hundred percent, man. I mean, did you uh, did you plan that out like the night before, like, or was that in the locker room, like, just a spontaneous decision, kind of? kind of feel yeah yeah some, some was spontaneous and some was like my cousin rich rocker telling hey 
you remember what's name did that thing in the club or so and so i'm like okay <laughs> so have some fun with his jets and jets and bills rivalry you know yeah. um when i shot the musket um in new england that was something that happened just like i was on the <laughs> sideline talking to donald and you guys score and, and the patriots scored and um and y'all shot the gun off and it scared me i like i was like okay y'all gonna scare me and i like i kid you not next series I went out there and did that and I shot it and fell back. And it was just, you know, that's the funness in it. Um, the why so serious? I was just sitting in with Fitz. We was in the Cincinnati, uh, we was in the locker room and um, I seen a, a magazine had T.O. and Ocho on it. And it was like Batman and Robin. It was like, oh, perfect. I'll leave right there. I'm going to be the Joker. Why so serious? I'm a, I, and I, so I went into the uh, bathroom and wrote it on my jersey. I didn't tell nobody else, though. I just came back with the Joker um Mark, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we end up making history on that one. Yeah, man. You had a big game that day, too. You had, like, two, three touchdowns, right? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we all uh, balled out. You know, Cincinnati yeah. came out hot, but uh, we balled out. And speaking of Cincinnati, shout out to uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah, balled man. Out. I know. Yeah. Big things coming, him and Burrow. Um, I'm curious. Uh, since, you know, since I'm a Pats fan, I mean – um, you know, what was going on through your reaction? Like, was there a different game plan going into Foxborough that you had for other teams or, um, uh, like, what was that like? No, no, really, you know, it was the same mindset, you know, we was, we was, you know, everybody looked at us like, oh, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So we all had the same mindset going into every week as if we was disrespected. So it was all the same. hundred percent, hundred percent. So with the, with the musket thing, cause what, I mean, did any fans reach out to you after that? Um, did Belichick say anything to you? Like, did, have you had any conversations with him or not? Nah? Nah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know if, if any fans said a lot about it at the time, because um, I I would just like put things out and I wouldn't even like be into it, you know. Right. But um, yeah, I haven't heard nothing about it. I heard some positive things about it, you know. Now, now that I'm not in the league or whatnot, and they were like, "Oh, that was pretty cool and pretty uh, creative or something." Hundred percent, man. Did you did you ever um, consider like going to New England at any point, or no? Was it always yeah, Buffalo? yeah? It was it was either going to New England or uh, going to San Diego, and mm. I ended up in San Diego. They, uh, you know, who knows how, how things could have been though. We all make our decisions. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. I mean, your time in Buffalo, man. I mean, it was unreal, bro. I mean, it was unreal. So I mean. Take us through that. Like, what was what was your relationship with uh, Fitzpatrick like? I mean, yeah, no, Fitz was, Fitz was cool because, um, in a sense, he gave out opportunity. So it was a different type of cool, you know. Like you, you want to you want to do the extra for him, you know. Mm -hmm. When you don't do the do it uh, right, you feel extra hurt, you know, because you understand that he's putting he's he's always sacrificing something for another person, you know, that's the type of person that Fitz is. And that's why you'll continually see receivers excel with him because he's going to give, he's going to give you opportunity. So um, much, much love to him. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. I mean, um, you know, was there ever a time where you like, like, were you thinking about going elsewhere sooner in your career or were you always pretty locked in on Buffalo and, and staying with Fitz and, and EJ or? Yeah. Yeah, my, my whole thing was staying with Fitz and staying with Buffalo um, to get that, to that playoff push, um, try to get to that championship. But um, they let Fitz go early, and then they let the coach go 
and then it was just like you know maybe I should have left earlier but yeah, you, yeah. You, once again you don't I didn't know the business like that I didn't look into the, the numbers and the papers and what people were saying and right. uh, that's one thing that I would if I can go back I would be more into that stuff you know um, so that's something you should be aware of yeah I mean was there ever a time where you felt like I mean where you felt like um like you were underappreciated in Buffalo, or did you always feel like you got the respect you deserved there? Or? Um, uh, I, you know, I, I figured it was off based off of games. I didn't think about others' thoughts. I just thought about mine. Like if I did well today at practice, then I feel good. You know what I mean? I was I was like that. You know what I mean? If I did good this week in the game, then I then I, then they appreciate me. If I didn't, they don't appreciate. That, that was my mindset. So I got to work to make them appreciate me. You know. Yeah. So it, it really didn't matter the outside perspective. It was just me grinding on my own uh, mentally. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, you proved that too. I mean, it, do you ever like think like, man, I wish I was there today with, with me and Stefan and Josh yeah. Allen? Like, yeah. do you ever think yeah. that like, coming back? Dude, heck yeah. Like, it, I feel like we was creating, we was getting towards that. If we would have kept Fitz another year, had <laughs> EJ sit and, and learn from him, and we had Robert Woods, myself, Chris Hogan, we had Kevin Elliott, who we had, I think, was Hagen on that team, Derek Hagen. Um, man, who, and we had a squad that, that Marquise Goodwin, we, we signed yeah. him then. Like, we had a we had a nice team. Um, defense was coming around, but, you know, it was year two too early, and then it was a, it was a wrap. Yeah, 100%. I mean, who are you most tight with out of those wide receivers, like you, Hogan, or Woods, or? Yeah, no, like, that whole crew is – we all good, even with like naming uh, Roosevelt out there, like uh, Marcus Easley, you know, uh, that whole like class is, is still, we all tied in. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much how, how it is. You know, you, you, you grind it with those dudes. So you always got a bond at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm, I'm going to ask you something. It might be tough, but where would you say you're the best Bills wide receiver of all time? Like, would you put yourself at one? I mean, you can make that argument, man. I, I might put you up there. You got to, it's got to be particular. Like it's got to be like the um, off the line or in the red zone, maybe, or, you know what I'm saying? Who can, who, who can create the most space? Maybe. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. best, keep it simple. The best I'm going to go with emos or read. Okay. Okay. Respect, man. I mean, I, I respect that, but what about red zone? What about red zone threat? Best red zone threat. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I think I think I got that crown. I think yeah, I got that. Yeah, let's go. Like Emos was nice too because you gotta think he didn't. I mean, he had a quarterback, but he didn't have like that guy though. You know, um, so he was man. He was big. He can he can wiggle, and he has speed yeah. and, and crazy hands. You know, um, I guess my 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 style just looked different. You know than his. 100%, man, 100%. I mean, you kicked butt in Buffalo, man, and you had an awesome career. I mean, I'm curious, like, when you got tra traded to um San Fran, like, what was your reaction? Like, were you pretty hyped? Because you're from that area, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 you know, they, they, that, was a, that was a mastermind scheme that the, the Bills did at that time, you know, sending me back home so I wouldn't make a big fuss about it. But I always wanted to be in Buffalo and ended, in, ended there, but – being able to play in SF was great because that's the, you know, that's the dream, playing for your home team, scoring touchdowns in that uniform, um, you know, and I met I met some cool friends out there too. So it, it was all a blessing. For sure, man, for sure. Because you play with Cap, right? Like Cap was under center there? Yep, Cap Cap was there. Uh, we had Crab. We had 
uh, Patrick Willis, Navarro yeah. Bowman. We had every, it was everybody. Frank Gore, you know, um, everybody was there. Man, it was it was a it was a good squad. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, what was um what was Cap like as like a leader? Like, was he were you too tight with him or? Yeah, he was he was cool with everybody. You know, it was a lot going on with him also. You know, and then there was a lot going on with our coach, um, Harbaugh. In the organization at the time so it was kind of a weird it was like a weird time yeah. you know but um when it came down to balling it was let's get it you know yeah he was ready to work off days he was ready to put in extra time um yeah no, nothing bad about it yeah 100 percent, man i mean that that team was sick too so um that team was stacked all day so um I, i'm curious like then then you go to um like san diego with with rivers um you know you play with like all these great quarterbacks with, with Fitz and, 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 you know, Cap and, and now Rivers. Um, what was that transition like, um, you know, going to San Diego? Because you talked about earlier, you were thinking about New England. So take us through that yeah. decision. Like, is that? Right, right. Um, yeah, shoot. It was, uh, it was cool playing with, playing with all those quarterbacks. I mean, I give the most props to Fitz, though, because at the end of the day, no, we didn't know anything about each other. We was on the same airplane and we had randomly noticed each other because I had on like some red and white socks. I just looked like an athlete. He was like, hey, you uh, <laughs> you going to Buffalo or something? And it was a layover in Arizona. And, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, me too, Ryan. And I was like, oh, Stevie. And then, you know, we chilling in the airplane. Next thing you know, we become that, you know, um, from scout team, you know? So I give more, more of the props to Fitz, but um, they all great quarterbacks and they own every, every one of them. Yeah, for sure. Did, um, at that time where you, when you were deciding like between San Diego and New England, um, like, did you have like talks with like TB12 or like anyone within the organization? Like, yo, Stevie, come, come with us, man. Like come, come for yeah, New England. It, yeah, I, I did. I, I was talking with a uh, coach Belichick, but, um, I don't know, man. It was kind of it was kind of weird because I was so Buffalo, you know, mm. and I didn't I don't know. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know what was up with that whole, you know, do I go there and this and that and they just go sit me or something. And then San Diego talking this and that. And it's West Coast. They talking more money, too. And I'm like the family talking about that one. But I probably should have probably ate that one year and uh, just went and seen what, what what it was like out there in New England. And, um, you know. Who, who knows? But I, I ended up choosing San Diego, yeah. and um, I, and once again, I ended up meeting meeting those meeting another group of guys that was really cool too. So, either way, it was good. For sure, man. For sure. Um, it, do you have any regrets in your career? Is there anything that like what are you most proud of? Like, I mean, as you reflect on it, or yeah, yeah, man. I I, I regret posting that tweet after I missed that pass. I, I I don't regret the words and all that, but I just regret posting the tweet as if, you know what I mean? At that, in that time, I'm, I'm con you know, you know my mindset, I'm connecting with the fans. I'm all, I'm showing them everything. Um, this is my conversation with him up there, you know, but I should have, you know, kept, kept that off of the social media, of course. Um, but that's the only one that I do. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. I mean, you you had a killer career, man. So, yeah, I mean, you came up. Right. So, um, I'm hyped for you, man. So, I mean, I'm curious, cause you're, I mean, you started handle business, have fun. Um, Compare what it's like, because I'm curious, like from a pro athlete to an entrepreneur, what are the similarities between those two um, in your perspective? Man, 
yeah, like you, you just, you don't know, like you, you don't know you're in the dark and you just gotta, you just gotta hustle. Mm. That's it. You just gotta hustle, learn, um, and just, just understand that you're getting better and not staying stagnant, you know, and that's the same, that that's what I identify both being an athlete in my position, you know, seventh round, not knowing if you go be there next week or not, you know, all you gotta do is you just got to get better. Keep learning. Learn more positions. As an entrepreneur, you got to, whatever you're going into, you got to learn it. You, we don't know if you go blow or not. You know what I'm saying? But it, that's that's the similarities. And, and with the Handle Biz Have Fun, that's for when you get into those tough times. Like, that's when I was in a tough time and I created this. What's mm. simple? How do I get back to the simplicity of life, man? Um, handle business and have fun. That's it. That's all I want to do is handle business and have fun. That's it. You know, so now it's getting to a point where People are recognizing this HBHF, this club, um, and without even, you know, tying it in with myself. So that's that's the beauty in it, you know, um, and, that, and that's that's how I tie it, you know, entrepreneurs and uh, and athletes together, man, with, and, and that whole HBHF mindset. For sure, man. For sure. I mean, what was the? I mean, take us through like that transition, like post NFL career. I mean, did you think about like going into HBHF like right away, or were you thinking about maybe being an MC full-time, okay. like. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's, it just, it just happens, you know? It just happens, like, we go into one thing and then you may see, you may have your eyes uh, open to certain things, you know? Like, I, I, I went heavy into dad mode um, every day to the school, taking them here and there, you know what I mean? Uh, getting that, all that time back. And, you know, that opened my eyes to certain things and uh, certain opportunities. So, um, you know, that's pretty much how it comes about. Sure, man, for sure. I get, I know you have an appointment coming up, so I don't want to keep you too much longer, but uh, I guess one more. Oh, whoops. 